What's up, everyone? This is Skyler Holzman, president of radio at Big Red Sports Network. Today, we have an interview with Cornell Men's Wrestling's Vito Arujo. All right, guys, welcome to this episode of Bear Tracks. It's our first new episode in a while, and we are hyped to welcome on Vito Arujao, a Cornell wrestler who already had like an insanely accomplished career. Um, so welcome, man. Um, thank you so much for being with us. I'm here with uh, Mike Seitz as well. So uh, what's up, guys? Hey, Vito. Thanks for being with us today. I mean, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's um, let's get right into it, man. Um, just first off, how are you holding up right now? How's this year been for you so far? Uh, you know, I'm a... Uh... I'm not currently in classes, so I took the semester off, uh, and I'm mostly just focusing towards my wrestling. Um, but yeah, last last year I also took I took the entire year off last year to try to make the Olympics, uh, and then everything just got pushed back. So now I'm still training. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. How is uh, how is training? Uh gone so far like up, up to this point um especially since you, uh, it's just been a long extended period so yeah imagine what that's like mentally uh you know it's 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 not too like mentally tough like obviously like things got got a little dicey in the beginning of the year but you know when everything started getting closed down and then when everyone started coming back uh it was a little challenging to find like how how are we going to work out but we we've got a system in place now, so it's we have a pretty solid workout schedule, and um, you know, like partners, and we're all we're all good about it. So, uh, so yeah, now we're we're in a pretty pretty solid spot where we can we can definitely get in the the training that we need. Speaking of training, though, there's no better training than going up against someone in competition, man. And recently, a couple of weeks ago, we had senior nationals. You were at 57 kgs about what is that 125 pounds uh can you tell us about your prep for that and uh your eventual performance uh yeah so uh senior nationals for people who don't know wrestling right uh we have our world team trials every year right and um if you win the senior nationals if there's no defending world medalist at your weight you'll sit in the finals of the world team trials right uh so the senior nationals usually has like everyone except for like maybe if there's, is a defending world medalist. So everyone who's like, you know, uh, tr- everyone wants to sit in the finals because, you know, that's just a good stuff. So, right, right. Um, so this year was a little, little weird because, you know, everyone had a big dip in their training. So everyone was just like kind of getting back on their feet. And uh, so the senior nationals this year was, it was really different. Uh, you saw like a lot of upsets. Um, thankfully, like me personally, I had a pretty solid training even during quarantine because my dad was my coach. So we got a light, nice little, like, I don't even know, like 10, 10 by 10 foot mat and we put it in the backyard and me my dad and my little brother would just wrestle like for like, you know, like we were during quarantine, like we were just bored. So my dad would be like, let's go work out again. I'd be like, ah okay, like, I don't know what else I was going to do. So like, why not? <laughs> so I think I stayed in pretty good shape and all of it. Uh, and then we went to a competition and you just saw a lot of upsets, which was crazy. You know, like uh, the top level guys who you, you thought were going to win it all were just like going down in like second round. I was like, oh, shit. Um, so I ended up going. Uh, I was the number one seed. 
and the number two seed actually, for whatever reason, didn't show up. So it was just like what? not an open field, but like a lot, like, you know, the second best guy didn't show up. I was like, oh, okay. So right. that drops it. And then the third That's best nice. guy, the third best guy ended up losing in his second round to some like kid who just came off like his freshman red shirt. So he's like, this is his first year of college. And it's like, okay, that kid ended up making the finals. That's Ragazin, correct? Yeah, Ragazin. Yeah. I, I think he graduated high school, did one Olympic or one redshirt year last year. And now this is going to be his first year of, of college wrestling. Um, and he, you know, had a, a breakout performance against uh, guys like Darian Cruz, who's like a veterans guy, NCAA champ. Um, and he also beat Sean Russell, who's also like been around for a while and, and like, you know, has been a, you know, he's been good. So, uh, Ragson definitely had like a solid performance, but, and then I ended up beating, uh, oh, Jack Mueller. Um, so I was actually supposed to have a match with him like two weeks beforehand at the beat the streets, uh, like event where it's like a, a fundraiser for inner city kids, but I, uh, I got injured, so I couldn't end up wrestling him. So I think it was nice that I ended up being able to wrestle him at the senior nationals. Um, and then after that, I went on to wrestle Ragason. Um, but yeah, so I ended up going and I won and that was cool. <laughs> really quickly. Oh, I'm sorry, Skylar, but really quickly, you know, you talk about guys having breakout performances, you know, we were reading some stuff on, on flow wrestling before this and kind of also for you, you know, you're seated number one, obviously, but uh, Olympic trials are coming up. Right. Uh, and you're trying to put yourself also on the map to, to a certain extent uh, and solidify mm -hmm. your spot. So to what extent, you know, we get into your goals now after a solid performance, but I, you know, I get the kind of inclination that there's, there's more for you. You know, you're still hungry. This is just, you know, one step. Uh, you know, definitely this was a, a good win for me, but at the end of the day, yeah, like this isn't what I'm training for. You know, I want to make the Olympic team. I want to go on to, to win the Olympics. So there's definitely bigger goals in place, but, you know, this is a nice little, nice little achievement. My first uh, senior level U.S. Open title. So I'm, I'm happy about it, but there's still definitely work to be done because, you know, I was the best guy at the tournament. So, but there are guys who are still ranked ahead of me on the, the ladder. So there's still people that I have to beat. Um, so just training and keeping the ball rolling is all you got to really do. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, um, I, I want to go back like uh, a, a while because obviously all this motivation is like, you know, it's like it was built on like a foundation. Your family is huge into wrestling. Your dad's uh, I think I, I believe he wrestled in the Olympics um, as well. Yeah. Um, your brother also wrestles. So with that, like, how is it growing up, uh, you know, having your dad kind of coach you and mentor you um, moving forward? Uh, and also just being surrounded by wrestling all the time and having so much wrestling experience. How has that um, gotten you to, to where you are right now with the motivation and stuff? Uh, you know, the motivation's a little different. I feel for me, instead of like, uh, like I almost see wrestling at this point is like my, my job, you know, where like I take pride in my work. I'm really good at what I do, but at the end of the day, like this is like, it's not something I, I'd say I do for fun. 
you know like i don't go out go out there and be like all right let's have a good time like no this is like this is work time like i have to go out there and i have to do my best otherwise like you know i won't be the best i don't know um so my dad definitely had uh you know a pretty heavy influence uh on my my upbringing in wrestling so he was he was a two-time world champ for the ussr and then when it broke off he wrestled for russia um and he ended up taking third in the 1992 olympics uh he wrestled in one other olympic game as well but he didn't place as high uh so he doesn't talk about it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so he was you know and even now i feel like as i've gotten older and i understand wrestling to a finer degree i can really see like (laughs) just how crazy he was you know like that man was insane when he was like in his prime like you see him now and he's like pushing on 50 and he's still like still his technique looks pretty clean you know like there's no (laughs) you can tell this this man was pretty good um and my my older brother he you know came before me he's uh he's six years older than me but he set the undefeated streak record for new york state so he had like I forget what it was. at the time it was like 128 consecutive wins or something. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So, and he was a three-time New York state champ. And then he went on to wrestle it at Cornell. Um, and then when I came through, I, you know, broke his record. I was like, ah, I got you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I, I had a pretty, pretty solid high school career um i think i had 205 and one uh and i was a four-time state champ wow i want to check that i think you had more than 205 (laughs) wins i'm not gonna lie um so you're you're actually incorrect uh you had 216 wins according to wikipedia (laughs) good but i mean what's you know what's nine what's like uh, that's not math. What's 11 wins out of matter? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty incredible. Um, and, and, you Thank know, you. so yeah, I mean, and you had, you know, you had your, your brother, uh, your brother came here, correct? Um, yeah. right. So, and then you just decided to come here. Was that like kind of a given that you just like rolled through to Cornell given their like wrestling program and also just like their academic pedigree or, or was, did you just genuinely love the school and you're like, you had an option you wanted Cornell. Uh, so that's actually a pretty funny story too. Uh, I was wrestling at uh, one of these, uh, a national tournament when I was in high school, I think it was a sophomore. Um, right. And after weigh-ins, I, I ate a lot of food and, uh, I got like a stomach bug. So I was like in my room throwing up the entire time. And it was terrible, what did you eat, terrible man? experience. Did you eat that it was like, pizza, pizza delivery? No, it was like, I don't even know. I think it was like some gas station, something like, I think it was like <laughs> fruit from a sushi? gas station. You know, like the, the the cups of fruit at a gas station. I think it was oh that. Oh my god! To be They've been they, they're usually in there for like four years. Like that's, I know, that's my a- my dad is just like you know he's just like oh it's fucking fruit like eat it like okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was a sophomore in high school. I do things a lot differently now, but you know back then right. I was like okay, I'm gonna eat this. <laughs> so 
I'm I'm in my room throwing up and my dad comes back from like, you know, like he's out with the parents and stuff. I'm still in my room. I feel like trash. And he's just like, all right, you know, I talked to, I talked to coach Cole and uh, you're going to Cornell now. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like a sophomore and I'm like, okay, I guess that's where I'm going. So. Oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I'm still throwing up currently. Like, I can't eat anything. Uh, I uh, I got some some medicine to me and stuff, and I ended up doing pretty well at the tournament. Uh, and then, yeah, that was it. I was going to Cornell. <laughs> wow. So, so I'm hearing is we had vastly different experiences. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's, a, that's a great story. Uh, sorry about your stomach, but that's a great story. Um, no doubt. <laughs> that's too funny, you know, and um, man, like, I, I can't, you know, talk about Cornell and, and, you know, not mention, we can't talk about Cornell, not mention just the, you know, excellency at all levels of the wrestling program. You know, can we dive in, in, in terms of the flexibility of the program? Obviously, you know, you, you registered and, you know, you've had, you know, chance to, to train now for some, some non-collegiate events, uh, you know, along the way. Uh, some of your current teammates have done the same. Uh, Yanni Dykemahalis, De- if I'm not butchering his name, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, is a, is a one that comes to mind. Um, you actually wrestled him uh, in high school in, in your career. Uh, if you want to talk a little bit about that, it's actually, if, if the listeners Google Vito, the, the video that pops up is Vito against Yanni back in ooh, middle school, high school days, actually wrestling at Cornell, which is a throwback. Yeah. So me and Yanni, uh, when we were coming up through high school, we actually wrestled quite a bit. I think we wrestled a total of like seven or eight matches. Uh, oh, wow. And I, I won one of them. So I'm, I'm keeping with that, but, <laughs> but yeah, it was like seven and one, uh, you know, Yanni's, Yanni's really good, you know. Uh, it always seemed like he was, like, kind of, like, one year ahead of whatever I was doing. So, like, uh, he would make the world team, and then the next year I would make the world team. You know, like, he won he won the first state championship, which, you know, is kind of the match of Frankton, and then I would win it. And then we kind of just went on that. Like, he would win worlds, and then the next year, like, I went to world. Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so... The match you're referring to, I think, is uh, when we were both in eighth grade, we ended up – so in New York, you can wrestle up to varsity, right? Um, so me and Yanni wrestled varsity in eighth grade, and then we ended up m- making it to the, the state finals together. Uh, and it was – you know, I look back on the match now, I was like, wow, we were both really bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> looking back, we make fun of it now, but we're like, oh, wow, we were really bad, huh? You just see us were like two little like skinny children, just like de- like if you took pictures of us and just grabbed the corner and just made it smaller, oh like God. that's what it looked like. Um, so it, I think it was like two to two at the end of the match. So it goes into overtime. Uh, no takedown goes into double overtime. Neither of us can can like escape from bottom. So then it goes into triple overtime, and then it comes down to a coin flip. And the way triple overtime works in in wrestling. Well, back then, I don't know if it's changed at all, but you take a coin flip, winner of the coin flip chooses top or bottom, and the bottom guy has 30 seconds to get out. If he gets out, he wins. If he doesn't, he loses. 
So I think Yanni was the coin toss. And at that point, like, neither of us have stood up from the other guy the whole match. <laughs> if on bottom, I rode him. If I was on bottom, he rode me. So I was like, all right, I'm picking top. We're just like, ah. So I had 30 seconds, uh, didn't do it because, you know, like, he was just good at the time. So that was my one and only uh, high school loss. That's so, insane. Yeah. I mean, you, I can't, you, you just, you must look back at that. I mean, people must look back at that and being like, that's probably one of the best state finals that they've seen in history. Or was it just boring? Like, how did you no, feel people, the match People went? were pretty excited about it uh, at the moment, just because like they knew like, like beforehand, like we were both kind of like on, on the rise, uh, you know, like even like previous to that, maybe a couple of months before in like, uh, like when went the state finals were like sometime in the spring. So in October before that, we wrestled a, a tournament and we ended up wrestling each other there too. Uh, and the score there was like, I think it was 10 to eight and they ended up winning. But like at that point, like uh, there was a lot of like kind of tension built. They were like, oh, like these two kids are just like winning everything. And it's like they, they keep wrestling <laughs> each other. And we're like, we want to watch it. So and then after after that state finals match that I lost to him, uh, our dads were like talks like, you know, like without all of us. And they were like, all right. Uh, the, the way Yanni tells me this story is like his dad came back to him after the final. He's like, I talked to Vito's dad and we're going to Long Island to train. And after that, like wow. me and him, like started training together. Um, which is honestly, you know, definitely pretty beneficial to the both of us. Cause like, we were both like, you know, the number one and two guys like in the state. So it's like, right. probably just like trained with each other and just get way better than everyone else. Sort of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so uh, he ended up coming down pretty often and I would go to his house and we would like, you know, spend a week in each other's houses and just train. Uh, and yeah, you know, at that point, like we were kind of friends. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and I mean, it's like, it must be like nice having him as a teammate now. I mean, was that, was that, I'm sure that wasn't much of a shock, but it must be nice. Like just being one of his boys, just getting to see him around here all the time. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, we've been, we've been friends for a long time now. Um, and you know, he's pretty reliable dude. Uh, definitely pretty knowledgeable on, on wrestling, you know, uh, and, you know, it's nice to just have another person whose, like, goals are similar to yours. Like, I want to be an Olympic champ. He also wants to be an Olympic champ. So we both kind of just, like, even if we don't mean to, like, we both end up just doing the same thing. It's like, because we're trying to do the same thing. Uh, right. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. Sweet. You know, speaking of, of teammates and friendship and, and just, you know, pursuing greatness – what about Cornell, man? I, I know you're not taking any classes now, but how have you, you know, kind of woven the social fabric and the, the camaraderie on campus, especially with your other teammates, um, especially, you know, when it's tough and you're not actively uh, wrestling on, on the Cornell squad collegiately? Uh, you know, at Cornell, we definitely have a very good te team dynamic. Uh, I, you know, I can look around at other teams, like other schools around the country, and I'm like, wow, like, we have a really, really close team where like everyone is kind of friends with everyone, you know, like 
no one really dislikes anyone else on the team. You know, like we're all, we all kind of hang out together. Uh, and even now, like when we, we can't really uh, all gather in this, like we still have like, you know, uh, we still hang out like on the weekends. We'll just like, you know, houses. We have like multiple houses where people just live and um, we'll just like watch the football game or something, you know, like little things that, that, and it's really nice just having a, such a, you know, closely woven team, you know, uh, and I like looking back, knowing what I know now and looking back, like, I don't think I would have chose anywhere else. And I'm, I'm glad I, I did go to Cornell. Cause like the team, the team is just like fantastic for what, for what it is compared to other schools where I know like other teams may have like, you know, like groups of guys that hang out. Like we hang out as, as a group, which is like pretty cool, you know? And I'm sure like, I feel like the teams that are able to like handle training and camaraderie at this time, especially where there's so much uncertainty, those are going to be like the most successful teams probably in the years to come, just because this is like such a foundational year. So um, I, I feel like pretty optimistic about, um, about the team going forward. I'm sure you do as well. Um, but uh, so just to, before we wrap everything up, um, we're going to do a quick lightning round of questions. Um, so uh-huh. Uh, I will pass it over to Mike to start who came up with this brilliant idea. So Mike will start us off. All right, Vito. So, you know, it's November 1st, uh, just celebrated Halloween yesterday. Got to ask you, what have been your go-to Halloween costumes in, in years past? In years past? Uh, what was that? Oh, I, I tried being a uh, um, mermaid man and barnacle boy. That was a good one. Uh, this year, me and my girlfriend were Shaggy and Velma. Uh, as nice. to the, the little goats he's on rocking um <laughs> i don't know halloween is just kind of like i i was a cowboy <laughs> one year you just kind of find whatever you got around the house you're like oh i got a costume now nice <laughs> wait just wait quick just quick quick follow to that the way you phrase it, you tried to be murray man and barnacle boy were you both of them in one costume or each of them no, in no, separate no. years two, two people two people all right, all right good good yeah. <laughs> i was like that's a visionary costume um, I don't know how you pull that off, but <laughs> very nice. Um, all right. So next question, uh, if you could play any sport, uh, aside from uh, wrestling, what would it be? Uh, like me or like, or like, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like if you could, if you like could if play, I, if I couldn't, if I couldn't wrestle anymore, what would I do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like gymnastics to be honest. Uh, when, when we were, when we were, when I was younger, like me and, and, uh, like the older guys who trained in my gym, like we would just do flips and it was pretty cool. And I got pretty good at it, but like when I got older, it was like, I really can't get hurt doing this. So I had to stop. But honestly, I think I'd, I'd be pretty good at it if I did it right now. Uh, if I had to choose like a a sport to, to do like when I was younger, I'd, I'd be like, probably golf. That'd be pretty cool. If you were just good at golf, you imagine you got really sick at golf and you could just make like insane money off it. That'd be so cool. hundred percent. hundred percent. My, my skill of golf, like does not translate to real life outside of a Wii sports uh, golf. Yeah. But, um, that's, that's probably, that's my peak. That's it. That's it for me. <laughs> oh, I could totally see that. You know, I could t- totally see you on the course, uh, especially Robert Trent Jones, you're a Cornell, but uh, let me ask you uh, on the notion of winning. Uh, what's your go-to, you know, victory meal a- after a good match? And then second, 
what is your favorite Long Island restaurant? Uh, favorite Long Island restaurant has got to be like Mario's Pizzeria. There's just like Long Island pizza is so good. Like I don't even eat pizza when I go to Ithaca because I feel like it. <laughs> it's a little depressing. <laughs> it's not even pizza. It's not even pizza. In Ithaca, it's barely. not. It's not that it's bad. Like there's some places in Ithaca that are good. It's just like not as good as what I usually eat. So I don't even want to eat it. <laughs> That's facts. You know, there's nothing wrong with a Domino's pizza, but it's just, it's just not. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not. Uh, and what do I like to eat after I after I wrestle? Uh, anything, bro. Like I don't know. Usually, like during the during the season, you have to like, if you win something on the weekend, like you have to go back the next weekend and make weight again. So I was like, ah, uh, I don't even know. Maybe just like a. I think Moe's. Moe's is pretty good because it's like not terrible, but it's also pretty bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) You get a nice stack. That's some good stuff. Um, But yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's valid. I don't think I've eaten Moe's weirdly, but um, it is fast food, right? Yeah. Well, kind of. It's like, it's just a little greasier Chipotle. (laughs) That's great. I mean, that's great. Okay, that's that's fine. I love Chipotle, so that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) uh, all right, last uh, lightning round question I got for you. Um, what is uh, your pregame walkout song? If you have one, if you don't have one, what would it be? Yeah. So my one year that I, I like wrestled the season, my walkout song was Real Slim Shady. Uh, nice. So it'd be like, well, the Real Slim Shady, please stand up. And it's like, we're going to have a problem here. And then I'd walk out and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't that, I think it'd be like, some biggie song i like old school music uh so like uh like hypnotize or like something like that you know um but yeah those are my those are my walkout songs awesome <laughs> you know for the final sorry scott i'm doing one more final <laughs> question if you you know if you were taking over our show say we had to go up uh we we had to leave cornell's campus to do our own training for uh, for nationals and the trials coming up me and skylar at a 285, <laughs> but uh, <if> you <laughs> uh, com- combined, 285 combined, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, who would you interview on Bear Tracks or Big Red Sports Network, BRSN? The Cornell athletes, uh, not a wrestler, not a wrestler, uh, another team. Who would I, who would I say to interview? Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, you know, obviously, I think everyone everyone would love to see an interview from Yanni, um, just because, like, you know, golden boy of the team and whatnot. Um, but yeah, sorry, I don't have a I don't have a solid solid answer for that. <laughs> it's only, I feel like I feel like Yanni's a good answer. I feel like yeah. I feel like people would be be down with that. Um, yeah. real, all right, so so um, before like the last last. Um, last last thing um so for first of all drop your social media handles right now so people know where to where to find you at because it's always good to like get some followers from this for sure sure uh my my instagram is uh v arujo so it's gonna be hard to spell but v a r u j a u underscore l g r uh my twitter is just v arujo um and yeah that's basically all, all i'm on you know sweet uh i use my instagram probably the most i'm, I'm yeah. just I'm, I'm more idle on twitter i just want to see what's going on like, 
that's totally valid i would say everyone go uh go toss probably his instagram a follow um and you could just for fun you could follow his twitter but you probably won't see anything so um yeah that's or maybe look at who he follows maybe you follow interesting people who knows um yeah. but uh <laughs> dude we want to thank you so much um for doing this interview really appreciate it i mean to hype that you know you're still a bit of train and stuff and um probably big big things ahead uh for sure we'll be rooting for you hope so thank you thank you for having me guys you know this is great you're the man we'll do it again soon maybe we'll have yanni come in and make that interview happen who knows (laughs) stay tuned tuned. all right right. thanks man see you guys later Thank you guys very much for listening to the interview. If you guys want to check out more content from Big Red Sports Network, you can find them at BigRedSportsNetwork.org or you can find them on Instagram and Twitter at CornellBRSN.